The Terrible Warriors is brought to you by support from our listeners on Patreon. Patreon supporters get named in our games, have postcards sent to them in the mail, and can sign up for special privileges on our Discord channel, as well as a private monthly group run by GMs on this show. Those groups might end up playing games that will be featured on the podcast, or return to some of our classics that we just don't have room for anymore on the show, or maybe we'll play a game that you've always wanted to enjoy. Find out more information on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Today on the Terrible Warriors, we return to the Bloodwall campaign. A special summer event run by Tom, he's an evil genius white. He got together a bunch of friends of the show to play a, an interesting concept. Two separate campaigns recorded separately with different player groups. Both of these campaigns happen at the exact same time. It's taken him a while to do all these recordings because after he did one hour, he'd have to record another hour with that group and then return and back and forth. And here we are with the second episode today. The north of the Bloodwall campaign. And at the same time, the south of the Bloodwall campaign is also available to download. And next week, on Tuesday and Thursday, episodes three and four from both campaigns released at the same time. Eight episodes in two weeks. I hope you can keep up. For now, I hand my microphone and my dice to our GM, Tom. He's an evil genius white. Hello, welcome back to Terrible Warriors. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Tom He's an Evil Genius White. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. And we're playing Dungeons and Dragons North of the Blood Wall. So, since last time, what happened? We, uh, there was a king who was attacked by orcs, and we went to save him. I, I guess that's pretty much all that happened, right? Cork yeah, killed I mean... many orcs! Korg, you know, one-shotted an orc and then cleaved Twice. almost through the entirety of the next one. <laughs> I was going to say, technically I one-shotted two. <laughs> an orc tried to hit me and miss and I went whoopsies and I smacked him in the face. <laughs> you know, so stuff, we we, so we argued about what cover I was behind, bushes or the cart itself. <laughs> For twenty minutes, <laughs> and then we and then and then yeah. named you Garrett Understuff. Yeah, yeah. I have not. I have not completely approved of yet. My uh, branding. A bunch of people got smacked in the face, and um, I have and to I get mucked. under a wagon, and uh, fun was had. Garrett had one job, and he failed it. I did not fail it. It was not my job to keep that woman alive. <laughs> And I made fun of one of our of one of terrible warriors patrons. <laughs> and we found Matthew Baumgartner. All right, so let's let's introduce ourselves. <laughs> Lewis, is you first. Lewis, Lewis. I keep forgetting that I'm supposed to go first. Hi, I am Lewis Linkara Lovehog, host of the web series Atop the Fourth Wall, where I review terrible comic books, and occasionally I do Power Rangers stuff and other assorted minutia. Hi everybody, I'm Cassie D20 Love Chew, and I'm here for you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Big Mike from D20 Live and the 404s, and I am here because I was asked, and I'm a shameless person. You can follow Let's me at youtube.com slash d20 live. <laughs> Wish mine rhymed. <laughs> All right. You so... see, I I gotta say something. Throughout this entire Skype call, Cassie's icon has been that one psychotically happy Ruby from Steven Universe. So every time she talks, I just imagine that's the face she's got. <laughs> I mean, I am I am that Ruby 
That's just that's just me. I'm just that Ruby. Uh. This. <laughs> I love that Ruby. That's such okay, a Ruby. so you're staring down some sort of war chief um, orc sitting on top of a wolf and uh, his. Like medicine priest guy, and he's got a hammer and black armor. Medicine I'm leaving. No, he's got a giant crossbow. Oh, that's uh, even so, worse. So everyone, roll initiative. Okay. Oh goody! I guess oh, that's know. right. My initiative modifier is zero. I'm the best. You're the best at being you. Seven. Yay. Twenty-one. Oh, nice. Seventeen. I actually did okay. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm just going to say this now. I want to befriend that wolf. <laughs> Alright, we can try and make that happen. Because it, it seems so friendly. Hey, maybe... Oh, maybe hey, maybe that dire wolf will look at Korg and be like, Damn, that's a badass right there. I want to be his friend. You see, here's what I imagine. I imagine that at first it's going to attack Korg. And he's going to be like, guys, it likes me. And then after a course of years, he's going to have worn it down by affectionately petting it like the <laughs> abominable snowman from the Bugs Bunny cartoons. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, he's so wonderful and he's my friend. And at, that, at a certain point, it looks like he's just stronger than me. I can't say no. <laughs> and his chuckling conveys exactly how much he's into that, too. <laughs> okay, so the dwarf That's has perfect. the highest initiative. He's gonna fire his crossbow at the uh, the bone guy. The bone guy. Yep. The guy with and... the bones. The guy with the weird bone crown. And it like ticks off um, the uh, shoulder plate of the guy's armor. Okay, uh, Garrett. Right, so that is a, that's, a, god damn it, at my size, it's not even a freaking crossbow anymore, it's a fucking ballista. But, <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm not wrong, I'm gonna be a fucking meat dish. Is there any way, because I've got my little light crossbow to be like, I almost want to say size doesn't matter, but I don't want to hear him laugh that hard. So I'm gonna stealth, and I'm gonna move so I can get to a 30 foot range so I can fight this guy. Okay, um, it looks like the, um, the only thing you can really hide behind at this point is just dead bodies that are everywhere. That's cool, I blend with dead bodies. <laughs> okay, you can do that. That sounds like a good hang, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'll just be like going through, they're all bigger bodies than me anyway, I'll just be like, oh look, there's a halfling body here, oh shit, it's alive, ha you know? I'm just like, <laughs> just like... Find one of the smaller ones and pick them up and do like a weekend at Bernie's thing. You're just like, look, it is me, the alive person. It's <laughs> way more elaborate than I have the time to do in combat, but I love your initiative. Okay, so you rolled 19. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to say that's a hit. So you are aiming for the, the guy on the wolf, right? No, no, that was my stealth. I'm not trying to hit him yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I'm trying. I want to be. I want my sneak attack bonus. That is a pretty good uh, hide roll. All right, thank you. All right, plus ten. Ooh. That's my attack roll. There you go. That's a that's a crossbow, right? Yeah, twenty. Uh, uh, oh, did I crit? Natural, 
Natural 19 is a critical threat, so Oh, shit. Yeah, so I got because I got 24. So let's re-roll. Well, at least you hit. There I am. Only I could get a critical and then roll a one on the confirmation roll. <laughs> because that is who I am. That is the man that dice have made me. Mm. Okay, so... Uh, yes, I know, your... Korg, you always do it better. <laughs> okay, roll your attack and damage... Or, sorry, your damage and your sneak attack. Yeah. So, seven. Okay, seven. So, uh... So, okay, you fire a crossbow. It hits him right in the side. He doesn't even react to it. Yeah, that's about par. He... <laughs> like... This would have been, like, a really serious wound on most people, but this guy looks like it doesn't even bother this him. Isn't, this isn't people. This is a giant wall of fuck <laughs> off riding a thing that can kill me. Well. Okay, uh, I love so... the puppy. <laughs> you can have the puppy. <clears throat> okay, so uh, the soldier who came with you chucks a spear. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, it hits the ground in front of the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that was a. Oh bad. look, he's armed it. Because <laughs> now it's gonna fucking play fetch. Oh, it did play fetch, didn't it? Oh. Okay, uh, it's not a critical, but uh, the war chief rolled a natural nineteen. On his heavy crossbow, to hit whom? That was a that was a uh, <laughs> that was a lucky um, confirmation. Okay, so let me see. Good stuff. To hit whom? Just one second, let me find my die. Jeez, where are all my d10s in there? Okay. Okay, Korg. Oh, thank Yo. God. You take eight damage. Uh, this gigantic crossbow hits you right in the chest. Ow. Oh, thank God he hit Cork. Alright, where's, uh. Let's see, where can I mark off damage? Alright, so I just took, uh. So I'm. Ooh, that is not good for me. <laughs> also, oh, uh, roll a fortitude check. Sorry, I was just, I was saying, oh, fuck, because I saw what my total HP is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, roll a fortitude save. Uh, where would I find fortitude? Uh, that'll be in your, uh, go look at, you know where it says ability scores? Right underneath it, it says saving throws in the main, uh, character statistics page. Alright, uh, where is that? Where oh, there it is. Oh, there it is, okay. Okay, yeah, so, fortitude. uh... Base two ability gives me three. Is that so? Plus five. Yes. Roll plus five. Twenty-four. Yeah, he's fine. Okay. Uh, you seem to be okay. I seem to be, except I um, lost over half my head, my hit points. Yeah. Well, the uh, crossbow bolt was also poisoned. Oh but, god! <laughs> but you did not uh, succumb to the poison. Oh, that's good. <laughs> crossbow bolt was also poisoned. Because, you know, giant fucking ballista bolt. <laughs> okay, so, Celeste. Yes. That's what they were doing at the yes, Battle of Minas Tirith, coating all their bolts in fucking poison. Yep, makes makes all the sense. This is exactly what happened. Okay, um, 
So they're so they're like super staring us down and crap. That's mm-hmm. great. It's not great, but you know that's great. Good news um, to have the last. <laughs> yep. Um. Okay. So 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 Korg is hurting. I'm gonna give him a heels. Um. What kind of heels am I gonna give my my dude my dude Korg? Um, you can still have a scroll, and you can still cast um, three Cure Light Wound spells from your own. Uh, yeah. Is this considered a light wound? <laughs> I mean, it's as good as I can do, unfortunately. I'm still, like... I'm not, I'm not complaining, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Relative I'm so, to you... I'm so sorry. No. Alright, um... Yeah, I'm going to uh, cast Cure Light Wounds. Okay, so, um... Roll 1d8 and add your level to it, which is 1. Okay, so 5. So you get back 5 of the hit points that you lost, which was more than half. So Sweet, so I'm back up to 12 hit points. Hooray! Oh, 12 hit Thank you very much. Monstrous. <laughs> 3.5? Not in Pathfinder. <laughs> Nope. Yes, we know how much you love Pathfinder. So, um... It's very good. It's a good system. <laughs> it's a very good system. <laughs> so we know how much you like the better 3.5, Mike. Yes, I do like my things to be not broken. Moving on! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, the major being the crazy kook that he is, just runs up and charges, and... Swings his sword and uh, the yeah the war chief basically bats his sword away with the crossbow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's a man who knows like how to a, die, like a normal sane person would do. Can, can we just say the crossbow snaps its wire just so we have a chance? <laughs> we're fine. No, we're not, Cork. If one of those ballista bolts gets me, I will literally not be. <laughs> We're fine! <laughs> That's why you're hiding. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Okay. So, the, um... The dude with all the bones steps forward... Um, starts starts chanting and holds his fingers out, and flames funnel out from his fingertips. Uh, oh, everyone, do a reflex save. Oh, okay. Uh... Tell me I have evasion. Tell me I have evasion. Reflex. Of course, I don't have evasion because I'm not good enough to have evasion. <sighs> We're gonna find reflex. Uh, same place we found four to save. <laughs> it's a zero again. Very good. Okay. Very good. Zero or okay. Plus zero. Hang on. How could I? No, it's minus zero, Tom. (laughs) Eight. No, I meant like no, like the roll came up zero. That's impossible. That wouldn't be possible. Seven. Oh joy. Twenty-two. I'll live. Okay. So uh, let's see here. No, we're boned. (laughs) I mean, it's just burning hands. It's not a powerful spell. Uh, to see. us it is right now! Level 1 Burning Hands is like the Wrath of God. Okay, so uh, Celeste and Korg each take 3 points of damage. Oh. Uh, Garrett takes 1. 
Yeah. Garrett rolls under a body like if it's a fucking tauntaun. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, Cassie, you're gonna have your work cut out for you in this battle. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy! We believe um... in you, Celeste. Okay. My max HP is nine. <laughs> that, is so, that is so great. I, I, I live in awe of that nine. So, um, Riga is not looking too well, but she's still still standing. Riga, sit down, you dumb woman. Not to be sexist, but it's just what you are, dumb, okay. and also happen to be a woman. Okay, Korg. All right, I am going to move within spear throwing distance. Okay. And I am going to toss this thing at the guy on top of the wolf. Okay, roll. Alright, so let me see the thing. Uh, attack bonus 3, so 1d20 plus 3. Come on. Damn, 11. Hmm, let's see. Uh, no, it goes over his head. Damn it. Okay, uh, at this point, uh, all the uh, orcs fighting the uh, soldiers with shields are getting hacked down to there's like three of them left um okay so the uh, dwarf is gonna go again I'm just gonna say he attacks and misses uh Garrett your move okay well first off I'm gonna make my attack okay uh with my light crossbow and I'm gonna go for shaman the, the shaman boy fellow okay not yet a boy, not quite a man. Uh, 22 to hit. Okay, that'll hit. Alright, I'm not stealth right now. I haven't been stealth this entire time. So, it's just a straight d6. So, it's a 3 damage. Now I'm going to roll the stealth, which is okay. to hide. Which is a 28. That is a very good hide. Yes, it okay. is. I'm gone. Okay, so, yeah, your crossbow bolt basically hits a right in the stomach. And he's, okay. um, he's kind of, like, clutching himself, but he's, like... It's managing to barely keep his feet. Good! Good! Okay, so, uh, the soldier... Uh, seeing this guy be injured figures it would be a good opportunity for him to try to take him down, but, um... He actually misses his swing. No! Why is everyone okay. around us so fatally dying <laughs> okay so the war chief reloads his crossbow and it's a heavy crossbow so it basically takes them the whole round to reload it good take so, your time okay take so your time let's... big boy all right hi uh, okay oh man we are not doing good all right uh how many people can you heal per turn? Well, if she uh, uses, unless she uses uh, channel positive energy. Do you have that yet, Cassie? No. Damn it. <laughs> Rip. Uh, well, um... Might be best to heal yourself, because because without you, we're screwed. Um... Yeah, but I feel like it would be in, in Celeste's personality to think of others before herself. So there's that. You did only take uh, three points of damage, so... 
Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to. Uh. <laughs> I don't really have very many heals left. Jeez. You still have you still have two um, first level spells left, and yeah. you have one scroll left, and you have yeah. two zero level spells. Yeah. It's just with, at the rate we are taking damage, I sure am going through my spells quickly. Um. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cure. Where are you? Can I? Is that a thing? I cure my wounds. This is zero level one. Is cure light wounds zero? Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to. I'm gonna. Cure light wounds uh, on cork. Okay. Alright. Uh. Ouch. Beautiful. Okay, well, you, you got two hit points back. I'll take them. That was, that was a two. That was a... <laughs> that was a Point two, is. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that was a one plus one. <laughs> hey, um, I'll take it. Every little bit helps. Hmm. Okay. Okay, uh, the major can't score a hit. Uh... Okay, so the uh, shaman guy is going to heal himself. Uh, so he manages to heal the uh, crossbow wound. Fuck okay, you, Korg! I put a lot of work into shooting you. So I want to hear you guys. So I want to talk to you guys for a second and try to figure out a strategy here. Because here are what I were our options. If uh -huh. I try to attack the guy on the wolf, I'll probably get my ass kicked. Right. I could attack the shaman, which yeah. I probably am, could 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 deal with. Yeah. Alternatively, could I try to intimidate the wolf? You uh, can try. No, he's he's saying it in the GM speak of you can always try. Uh, what if we just try to get the king out of here and make a retreat with the king and let everyone else kind of deal with the king? Um, not as such. Like you know where he is because there's there's like a wall of soldiers um, blocking off a very small area, so you know that he's right behind that. Yeah, but like um, tactic tactically saying. Uh, tactically speaking, unless someone in the soldiers is coordinating us and throwing down wicked buffs, we have we have a relatively mobile cart. We could get him out of here, and the soldiers could run cover, and we can get him back to the capital. Hmm. That's my thought. I I open it to the floor. Problem is, we only have a vague idea of where he is, and not and 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 we could take a lot of damage in the meat of while looking for him. Hmm. Yeah, but we're taking a lot of damage it fighting the people too. And True. trying to trying to like yell uh, ideas and orders in the midst of a battle, um, especially with so many people, like yelling and clashing, is going to be a hard thing to do. All right, to me, it comes down to two choices: either I attack the shaman or I try to intimidate the wolf. With the attack, I have great sword, uh, you know, plus four or to a d twenty. Intimidation gives me plus five, but I don't know how what it's going to take to take down the wolf. Well, uh, I am all for using creative solutions. Um, so, 
I am I am down to follow what people feel like is a good idea, and I'm gonna try and make sure people don't die. Mike, what do you think? <laughs> um, if the GM, uh, I'm going with what you got, man. I'm not here to throw up shit. I I really want to. I, I mean. I should be impartial, but I really want to see Lewis try to intimidate the wolf. I, you <laughs> know, we'll do that. We'll do it for. We'll do it your way for a round. If it goes catastrophically bad, we try. We'll try and uh, extract the king. All right, that works. I'm gonna All try right. to intimidate that wolf. Do it. Come on. God damn it! <laughs> oh, <laughs> nine. So we're escaping with the king. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you. You basically scream at the wolf, and the wolf kind of growls back, um, in, like, anger, but not, like, he doesn't seem any more, um, furious than before. I'm just just imagining Korg just, like, screams at him, just like, ah, and the wolf is just just like, dude, what the fuck, can you, like, not? You're like, fuck you. (laughs) I would even go even further than that. It's just like, is it trying to mate? <laughs> is this its mating cry? <laughs> Noisy. Um, Can like, you not let you attack as well? Because I don't think um, just screaming should count as a standard action. Fair enough. Let's. I'll, I'll try to attack the shaman since that works. Okay. Since it's that otherwise didn't work so well. <laughs> okay. So it's catastrophically bad. Let's get the king and run. Okay. What did I tell you, Mike? <laughs> what did yeah. I tell you in the last session? You know what, Lewis? I'm kind of chalking this up to the fact that I can't profit from your suffering because I'm on your side. <laughs> Six uh, was my yeah. role. Riga throws her spear, and it just, uh, it's not even worth mentioning. Why are you here? <laughs> Riga throws her spear, and moving on. You in the cart on the way here. Okay, uh, so at this point, the soldiers have pretty much killed all of the, uh, attacking orcs. And so basically, this war chief and his, uh, shaman are the only ones left. Um, and... That's good. The, oh, good, more targets. Of, the wall of soldiers is advancing on them now. Um, so, uh, the chief kind of looks around, sees himself surrounded in, like, two different directions. Uh, he sees the writing is on the wall, and basically just knocks over his shaman and rides off. No, when, <laughs> knocks over his shaman? <laughs> Come yeah. back, puppy! The the shaman's, like, basically in his way. He, like, shoves him aside and just rides off on the wolf. Wow. Uh, if Rude. you guys want to fire at him as he's escaping, you yeah, can. I'm down, I'm down I'm for that. Gonna... <laughs> I lost that. my spear. That is a good roll. Yeah, that's and, a 24 that's, with a 19. It's a natural 19. Yeah, which natural is a good 19. roll. It. Please. Yo! Oh! I know the rules on this one. I get to roll again. Um... Yeah, I'm going to allow it. Yeah, because um, the criticals keep stacking. If I get a third critical in a row, it's a kill. Please. Please. My entire IRPG career has been leading up to this moment. Eh, well, ah. Ah, that's still a good roll. Yeah. Yeah. Finish okay, roll. So, 
So roll crit plus your sneak attack damage. So it's 3d6. Okay. I don't get anything for um, the fact that I got another 20. By the way, the roll was a 15. Not really, but... Aww. Yeah. Alright, yeah. The um, okay, 9. It's okay, not terrible. So... So, uh, basically, you get him, like, almost right up the butt. Like, it goes... Was that <laughs> it goes, just like, 3d6? Right... Aren't you, sp- you said you're supposed to add your crit, no? Or did I miss something? Yeah, no, the, the regular roll is 1d6. I get 1d6. The crit oh, doubles it. My sneak attack adds an additional d6. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Okay, so sorry. It basically okay. goes, like, right through his leg and out the other end. Uh, and, wow. like, upper, upper thigh, like, right next to his butt. Good. I will never okay. claim ownership of that attack. <laughs> okay, so, uh... I claim ownership! Yeah, you can have it, Korg. It's all yours, man. So the <laughs> I shot still... him in the butt! The shaman's <laughs> still there. I, I count as have... his, like, crossbow. Yes. Yeah, okay. The so... shaman is still there, and he doesn't have a wolf to ride away on, so he's kind of, um... He doesn't really have any options other than to fight his way through. <laughs> <laughs> I almost have half a mind to go up to him and be like, hey dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> Your bro totally just like ditched you. That's uncool. They're there. <laughs> but I know that's not gonna work. Um, so I'm not right. gonna do You can, you so, can try yeah, from a Celeste, distance. it's your move. I, I'm sorry, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Roll diplomacy. Yeah, uh, he, um, <laughs> so he basically just um, drops everything he's carrying. Uh, he, he doesn't like put his hands in the air or anything like he's surrendering, but he he just looks like he's he's lost all like any kind of resolve to. He's just kind of standing there trying to figure out what to do. He's basically stunned with his decision. Just, just just from behind a corpse. Surrender. <clears throat> Surrender. Uh, so I, I, I kind of like, I kind of like put my weapons, like lay them on the ground, and like try and like give a friendly gesture, like "Hello, I'm not gonna hurt you." <laughs> um, <laughs> we can be maybe friends. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> maybe a uh, roll sense motive to see if you can. Figure out what this guy is <laughs> thinking, Let's, feeling. Where, where are you? Where is the but? Da, 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 da. Hmm? Okay. Anyone uh, else can roll as well. I'm not rolling shit off of this guy. He's got the king's knight staring him down. Depending on how this conversation goes, he is three arrows away from death. Nineteen. That's pretty good. So yeah, he um he doesn't look like he has any intention of surrendering, but he literally has no way to fight. So he's, um... So he's defeated. Yeah. So... (laughs) (laughs) Korg, I love your binary on the world, you know that? It's super good. So so he's he's got, like... He has, uh, uh... Like, his body language suggests he has some sort of resolve that he doesn't want to... Uh, like give up, but he has like nothing to do. Like he can't hurt any of you. We win. Yeah, I'm with that. Well, let's go see if the ki- what the king's justice is. 
So, question: Has the uh, has the uh, guy on the wolf just just completely gotten away, just injured? Uh, yeah, basically. Okay. And uh, we could turn this into a net gain if we can try and convince him to befriend. <laughs> okay, so, so basically, I want all, all of the king's friend. There's still the king's fal- uh, phalanx, whatever it's called. Phalanx. Thank you. Uh, there's still the king's phalanx that's basically staring him down. I'm pretty sure they're going to have an over-under on it. So basically, the major just goes up and, like, uh, tackles the guy to the ground and just pins him. I just, I'm sorry, I had this mental mental picture of him just... Please, don't hurt him too much, please. (laughs) He burned your face. He burned my hat! I mean, he didn't know that there was the potential of friendship. Oh, I'm just gonna stare at the last of Jim and just make a face at her. See, here's my mental picture of the major just walking up normally like an ordinary person, and then he's right next to him, just goes, huh, and just jumped on him. <laughs> okay, so, um. Okay, so the wall of soldiers lowers their shields and steps aside, and behind them is a man maybe 40 years old, uh, long gray hair, um, like half gray hair, um, over six feet tall, holding a long sword. And he sheathes it and looks at the carnage around him. He sees your group and walks forward. Uh, A few guards rush to stand with him, but he kind of waves them away. Yep, he's Um, probably the king. He hasn't got any shit on him. Uh, at this point, the remaining soldiers suddenly fan out and uh, start looking for survivors among the bodies. So, uh, so the king turns to uh, Major Baumgartner and he says, I'm glad uh, to see you're still alive. And he's like, yep, hey look, I brought reinforcements. <laughs> he gestures to your group. and Actually, your, your group is surprisingly intact. Like, none of the NPCs died for some reason. Hooray! <laughs> Despite it's Riga, the arrow magnet. Sticking out of her shoulder. Like that being said, like she's just a farmer. Like she's resilient for a farmer. Like she's still here. She hasn't run. Like she called her HP, Cassie. I got a hand. Well, she didn't run. I got a hand it to her. <laughs> Neither do she, the she rocks. Has... <laughs> she has four hit points, and she has that many because I gave her the toughness feat. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. So, <clears throat> so, uh, uh, so we are in the presence of the king. Yeah. He says, "Thank you all for coming. I'm sorry that so many died today. Uh, I promise you, the kingdom is grateful for everything you sacrificed. I am King Philip. Pleased to make your acquaintance." Uh, I uh, bow to the king. Uh, it's an honor, Your Majesty. Uh, thank you. He, he gives you kind of like a polite smile, like uh, like he doesn't say it, but it's, you know the look in his face is that, that's not completely necessary. Uh, <laughs> so um, like, so like, how grateful financially speaking? Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we want so, a okay, puppy. Are you, are you actually saying this? A little um, bit. Okay. A little bit. He he actually. No, kind of you're laughs. not. <laughs> He actually kind of laughs. He's like, I'm sure we can work something out. Um, much shorter, older man and what would normally be considered fineries comes rushing up next to him. He's wearing, like, small spectacles, and he has mud all along his lower calves and feet. Ah, the royal vizier, the man who must immediately be evil. Okay, cool. <laughs> he goes, ah, oh, yes, yeah, so this is my old friend. in the ass. This is my old friend and Major Domo Higgins. <laughs> is, this, is, is this someone else's 
Patreon thing, or... No, no. Okay, cool, I can make fun <laughs> of his name. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. And so the king says, uh, uh, Hidgens, what do the soldiers say? Uh, his eyes kind of flip back and forth between the king and you. He looks uncomfortable discussing this in front of you, but he answers, uh, there may be some orcs still alive, aside from the shame, the shaman there, uh, but, but they kind of doubt any of them would have anything useful to say, and... Frankly, I agree. Orcs don't tend to respond to interrogations, and they tend to fall into battle without having to know specifics, especially... It's like, yes, yes, Hidgens, your point is taken. <laughs> um, do we know how many orc tribes attacked us today? He says, uh, our count is five, sire. Uh, our, one tribe must have only sent a scant few orcs, but we recognize five d- distinct tribal er, motifs, if you will. I thought orc tribes didn't like each other generally as a rule. What did you do, your highness, to get them to band against you? Yeah, so he's yeah he's like really rubbing his chin. He's like, how did how did five different orc tribes know we were going to be here? Um, five like, different spies, <laughs> or one spy says, with five uh, ways. But I, yeah. I'll make some inquiries, sire. He says, no, don't. Hidgens looks. Completely baffled. Yeah, I'm with Hitchens. Why? He says, okay, whenever plans such as this are made, they're discussed inside an anti-magic field, so we cannot be scried. Only a very few trusted advisors and servants are told what route we'll be taking and when we'll we'll be leaving. Most of these soldiers didn't know we were leaving until we did, and none of them knew where we were going. Where were you going? uh, We were on a diplomatic mission. I'm uh, supposed to meet with the uh, the queen of the Quilia... Or sorry, how do I... <laughs> it's my own setting, I forget. Do the Alderanians. <laughs> the Quilarian elves. Okay, does she have any enemies that would like to see you die so that it would be put on blame on her? Well, I didn't... I didn't tell her which route I would be taking or, uh, you know, specifics like time and whatnot. So, right now, I don't know who I can trust to handle this. Yo! What are you doing? Hello. What? No, what? What, what, what? 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 What's going why, on? Why are we saying hello? I am saying we can be trusted to handle this. What? what? <laughs> Celeste, please tell me that's not the same logic you're following. Uh... Oh my god! <laughs> I want puppy. Uh, we'll find you a nice one. Okay, so um, Philip turns. So he says, um, "Listen, I don't normally do this." As he says, oh, that, he just he rolls his eyes, <laughs> like he totally does do this all the time. I want Higgins. It's like, oh, stop it, Higgins. Uh, no, I no. Someone. <laughs> Wait, let's let's hear what Higgins has to say. <laughs> He says, look, I need someone I can trust to investigate this for me. Can I trust you? Sure. Mm. Uh... We could be trusted, can't we, Garrett? I'm not going to betray the king, I just don't want to be a part of this. We could be trusted, can't we, All right, you giant hemorrhoid! Jesus. He's basically separating the three of you from the others in the party, because, like, he's not going to, like... Yeah, ask, ask Riga. He's not ask the farmer. <laughs> no, the only thing you should ask Riga is how much, how long do you want to be healed for for what she's done, and how much gold do you want to be paid? Because that's as much this woman deserves at this point. 
No, no, we keep her around. She's good at arrow shield. <laughs> we'll buy you a buckler, man. <laughs> oh, by the way, um... I was kidding. While, while this is happening, <laughs> uh, several dozen elves arrive, uh, most of them armed with bows and swords, and they come to a stop and stand at attention. Uh, none of them are pointing their weapons in a threatening manner. Oh. I guess uh, the Lenore or whatever the heck elves you're going to meet with? Yeah, one elf male in absolutely shimmering silver comes forward. Uh, oh my god, elves are says, so <laughs> Yeah. He says, uh, our queen Ilithia was disturbed to hear a diplomatic delegation to come see her was attacked. She instructed me to come to your aid. I'm sorry to see we did not arrive in time, but I'm pleased to see you are unharmed, your majesty. So, uh, King Philip actually responds in Elven. Um, those of you who actually speak Elven, which I think is... Is it Jared, just me? do you speak Elven? Uh, let me check. No. I speak Orc, though. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong sheet. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so Celeste understands him. Uh... <laughs> so I like, kind of whisper translate what he's saying. Uh, I'm just going to glaze over their whole conversation, but... Um, okay, that's fine also. Essentially, they... Um, he brings him actually uh, a tribute that was going to be presented to him when he arrives, but he figured given the circumstances, I'll give it to him now. And uh, it's this big chest full of gold. And the king says, uh, Would Her Majesty be terribly insulted if I were to pass her gift on to the brave soldiers who fought to ensure this meeting of ours? And he's like, uh, Not at all. This is why she gave you gold, so she can, so you can spend as you saw the best. So he turns to Higgins, he says, split this money evenly among the soldiers, both living and dead. I see to it that each one who died will have their families looked after. If there's a remainder, uh, round up to the nearest gold piece, and I'll pay whatever remains out of my own pocket. Do we count wow. soldiers? This king What's is that? a yeah. super cool and nice guy. So Higgins uh, starts counting the coins. Um, so... Uh, all in all, I, I'm going to say up front, you all get 134 gold pieces each. I wish I could say that a lot. That's a lot, but I know it's not. <laughs> what did you say? 134. Uh, 134. There were originally over 100 soldiers um, protecting the king, and <laughs> not so many now. That's, um, that's why the gold is spread so thin, but still a lot of money for, like... Um, for say a commoner, hey, it's 130 pieces we didn't have before, so I'm sa I'm calling this a victory. Like Riga is basically set for years. <laughs> you yeah, know shit. It's like I kind of walk up to Riga and be like, "Hi, Riga. My name's Gary. It's nice to meet you. Um, if you if you do this again, I will yell at you for a while. Now I think I think you've done really. Yell at you for a while. I think you've done really great here today. And, uh, I think that's great. But if I ever see you on a battlefield again, I'm gonna scream in a loud octave that is so high that only the dogs will hear it. Which will be a problem, because Korg's dog will probably get pissed at me that he will have by then. So please, <laughs> please, please don't go back on a battlefield. Riga, I was honored to fight beside you today. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> she, 
Yes, she please, seems she's please still go kind of dumbfounded by all the money that she just received. Uh, but uh, she's kind of she kind of nods. Um, this is not something that she expected. Please go okay. home to your husband and be safe and blessings upon you. <laughs> uh, she's probably not going to go home on her. Oh, and she probably was going to want to be escorted because there might still be some orcs out there between here and town. But, That's uh, fair. So, uh, so the king uh, turns to you. Is is like, are you serious about uh, investigating this for me? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is. Are you willing to put your trustworthiness to the test? Sure. What? Mm. <laughs> He uh he pulls out a couple of these um these small items, a ring and like a, a like a small crystal lens thing. And you can tell right away they're magic items. Um he's, he's, so he says again, um are you willing to put your trustworthiness to the test? Where, where is that going? <laughs> he actually like, right up your laughs. Butt. <laughs> it's like it, he seems ashamed to be laughing with so many dead people around, but uh, that really caught him off guard. So um, he he goes. So he he puts on his ring and like makes a show of it to show he's not like doing anything bad or whatever. And he's like kind of reaches over, and gently touches you each, and then um, he he sort of nods. Um, he holds the, the crystal lens uh, to one eye and he asks you uh, state your names and tell me where you're from um, I am Korg I am from home <laughs> <laughs> my name is Garrett and also from home uh, my name is Celeste and I'm from I don't even know if we really talked about. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll just um just f- say I fill in the blanks. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I am from a monastery that praises Paylor. He says, "Do you many? Do you mean any harm to me, to this kingdom, or to its people?" Yeah. No. No. Absolutely the opposite. Uh, Are you you willing to seek righteousness and justice and to do so fairly to always serve the greatest good of the people over your individual selves? (laughs) Wait, 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 what? what? I thought you're chaotic good, Mike. Yeah, chaotic good, not chaotic stupid. (laughs) Celeste very, like, like, very enthusiastically goes like, yeah! (laughs) Because, yeah. That's, that's a weird answer, Mike. <laughs> that's my answer. Because, okay. Yeah. So or he, or maybe... You. Beca- or here's the thing, Tom. You know my character's background and alignment is my character yes. putting up a front to keep his self-preservation going. Right. Right? Be- breaking character and shit, right? 
So, um... So he he looks he looks at you he uh, he does appear to be satisfied um, and he takes out a rod and holds it up and there's a sort of a flash of light and all three of you now have a small crest appear on your right palms. Oh. It's almost like a tattoo. Oh, this is my me time hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, Mike! <laughs> I got ink. It's okay, it disappears and reappears at your will, but if anyone sees it, they know to give you due assistance as any member of the Town Watch or Knight in my army. It says, you are hereby afforded the title of Knight, and you are, in give, and you are given investigative authority in any city in the kingdom. Uh, apologi- apologies for the lack of ceremony, but I suppose I never bu- was much good at those. I mean, that's not a big deal. Ceremonies are like, whatever, this is really cool. Korg, one of the cool kids now. <laughs> um, he says, "He says, no, I'm putting my trust in you. He says, I understand that there are sometimes circumstances where a good person may lie about themselves and their intentions. Um, he's not looking at you, but you know he's talking about you. <laughs> you who, Garrett? Yes. Yes. He's very diplomatically not looking at you as he says this. He says, but from what I've seen today, I sincerely believe you are all persons of great character. Just be warned, if any of you ever one day has a change of heart, an abuse, abuse of the people's trust cannot be given any leniency. Is this going to light on fire during my me time? <laughs> Shut up, <mate>. <laughs> <laughs> Because so that'll keep me on the straight and narrow. I can't fast. tell how much of this is in character and how much is out of character. Okay, I, okay, I just want to paint a brief picture for you for a second. I'm imagining that you're having your me time, alright? And all of a sudden, in the middle of me time, you're like, you know what? I'm going to betray the people. Bam! Your dick's on fire! What? <laughs> <laughs> what did that happen? In the middle of your me time? Maybe there's a delay. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm going to betray the people. Huh, nothing happened. A little, some time later. Ha, da, 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 da. Ha! You know. <laughs> By the way, this podcast is now retroactively rated PG-13. <laughs> I never... I was not the first one to say penis in this entire... <laughs> I said P-time. I could have been playing video games or reading a book. Hi, everyone. Are you surprised? <laughs> you assumed, Cassie! <laughs> I, I think that speaks more... I could be out watering plants, and I'd be afraid of lighting my plants on fire. That's not true. But here's the question. Were we right... Oh yeah, <laughs> not wrong, but still, you, you're assu- you're wrong for assuming. Look, so, okay, so look, no. look, look, Mike, look, I've been your friend for years. I know you, okay. I think it's pretty clear that you are the one who is wrong. <laughs> All right, so the king says, "Look, I'm going to go with the elves and see their queen as planned. Uh, whatever you find, report back to Sir Baumgartner." <laughs> All right, you're going to go again, Your Highness? What, what if there's a chance that they're expecting you to do so and make another attack on you? Well, I mean, you're kind of, you're kind of, 
you're kind of poorly fortified after all your guys got attacked. Don't you want to maybe head back home, refortify up? I'm sure the queen will understand, like, a couple of days delay in that case. See, it's not always sarcasm. Sometimes it's, no, no, it's no, pregnant. It's, it's okay. Um, I I send messengers to a few places. Reinforcements may be coming from other cities and well, as well. That's um, so great. Is anyone actually going to be protecting you until they show up? Uh, we have the elves. We have the soldiers we have left. And when uh, when word returns to the capital, uh, I have soldiers who uh, with wizards and such who can teleport straight to me. Hooray! I'm I'm going to be fine. That's super handy. I wish I could. Mm. <laughs> but I thank you for your concern. No problem. Well, you, can, you can see he's a little bit of a stubborn person. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tad bit. Okay, so uh, so Bengal, who apparently has been with you this whole time, I forgot about this Bingle. whole time. <laughs> He's like, so how much money do I get? <laughs> we we already agreed, six silver per day. Well, actually, now here's the thing: we're now hired uh, bondsmen for the king. So really, it's everything we do helps the nation. So really, you should want to help us out of your own moral fiber. Yay for goodness! <laughs> <laughs> he kind of he's he's kind of like baffled like he doesn't know whether to take what you're saying seriously but um you participated in fight you got your share of the gold too he he didn't participate in the fight and he that's, why he oh, I get his share. that's why he didn't get anything <clears throat> yeah so he he kind of realizes this but doesn't want to admit it um He's li- so he just kind of drops it. Um, he says, "So, so listen um, about that half orc." What you mean, Cork? He's right here. No, no. What? Where's <laughs> he? He is. I thought it was half orc. <laughs> wow! Don't I've let been... the deep voice fool you. <laughs> I have been. Old, you mean? <clears throat> so, um. That half-orc that uh, got all that money. Yeah, what about him? It's like, so, um... What, how do we know he didn't tip off the orcs? Maybe somebody paid him off. <laughs> and... what, what is the logical connect between that and this? Because, okay, look. the pr- No, no, I want to understand this. Because the king just admitted, in with some decency, that... That was a closed doors meeting, okay? Yes. So how how does that sequence even logically connect? Okay, well, would um, would one of his like most trusted people go directly to an orc village and say, "Hey, I'm going to give you information and not get murdered"? Okay, yeah, but it probably wasn't one of his... Okay, it was one of his people, but they were probably being po- powered by an additional third party that was intermediating everything. Right, so, but in the end, who would have actually gone to the orcs and told them? And you just assume because he's a half-orc that he has committed the crime? That's race, literally racist! 
he speaks the orc language. They they trust orcs if or half orcs. If they so do I. Garrett is right. He does speak half orc. Oh my god. Therefore, Garrett is the traitor. Oh, for <laughs> Korg, if I was the traitor, I would never be in a range of where you could ever catch me. Your logic is sound. Korg, if I ever betrayed you and Celeste and the king in the same literal day, I would be on another continent the second it happened. Or not. Because I'd probably smack you. Yeah. In the face. I mean, and, and if you ever found out about it, you would hunt me down. Yes. <clears throat> Be like 90 and I'd watch an old-ass version of you just popping out. It's like, I've come for you. Ah! But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't live my life like that. If you betrayed us, I want you to. No, I don't. Want to or will? Moving on. So, so we're pro, so we're profiling now, right? Profiling. <laughs> wait, wait, which half orc so, are we talking about? What? You, you remember the original uh, plot hook we had that there was a half orc uh, hunter that was making way too much money and throwing it around, despite the fact that he was just a simple hunter trapper. Mm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, he okay. suddenly got a lot of money at once, and nobody knows where it came from. And then... It's a lead, so we should probably follow up on it. Not well, even a day later, uh, a bunch of orcs attack the king, and nobody knows how the orcs knew. Like, it's... They're likely unconnected, but we don't really have any other leads right now, so we'll just pursue that in and of itself. And... Because odds are, if he got that much money, he's probably committing an illegal crime, not necessarily this one. Right. Yeah, I guess so. Like, okay, there's only two ways, as we're, as we're heading back, obviously. There's only two ways he could have made that much money. One, he robbed a crypt somewhere that we don't that no one knows about, and he's using it as a source for money. Or two, someone paid him. Right. So well, it's, for something. It's worth investigating, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I suppose so. <clears throat> anyway, um... If you guys want to head back to town, you probably yeah. uh, should go and escort the uh, the others uh, who came with you. Sure. So they're not, so they don't get killed by orcs who happen to wander into the path, or mm-hmm. if they're like latecomers of the party or whatever. Yep. Yep. Okay. So uh, you start heading back, and uh, Korg. Yep. Suddenly, you're feeling deathly ill. Oh yeah, poison arrow in chest. Oh boy. <laughs> did, did we not take that out of him? Uh, you took it out of him, um, and he seemed to... Did you to, take uh, the poison out too? He seemed to uh, do okay initially, but um, but now he's just like really feeling weak. Like okay. he's Like he can barely stand all of a sudden. Is there anything that I can do to remove that? Um... Give me a heal check to kind of assess. That is a 20. Um, it doesn't look like life-threatening, but looks like he's going to require a lot of care. Okay. Um, so, 
So best thing would probably be to get him to a temple. Okay. And uh, where someone can um, look after him. All right. I can I can take you court to see some people about this. We should give you some. Should really pay some attention to this. Let us and... be off while I puke up my guts. <laughs> oh, okay. come now, Korg. It's something the first time won't be the last. Wow. Um, Korg <laughs> loses consciousness and just collapses. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna have to... And well, that is where we are going to episode. We have to carry the big guy home now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to carry him. We put him on the cart and call it a day. <laughs> Alright, so a halfling and a half-elf going to carry this guy and put him on a cart. <laughs> uh, I have been your dungeon master, Tom. He is an evil genius white, and I am joined with... I have been Korg, played by me, Louis Linkara Lovehog. And I have been Celeste, Cassidy Toilet Chew. And I have been Garrett, uh, played by Big Mike from T20 Live and the 404s. Thank you for joining us. Um sure to follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. Thank you for coming. Uh, have a great night. Bye! The Bloodwall Campaign is a special two-week event, running Tuesday and Thursday. Return to us on Tuesday for part three of both the North and South Campaign, available at the exact same time, since both of these stories happen at the exact same time. A fun little bit of trivia... The players are not in on the bit. They were unaware that there was another game happening just on the other side of the wall. And when all of this is said and done, we return to our usual rigmarole. In September, we release episodes of Tales from the Loop. A new kind of role-playing game where we're playing kids, getting up to no good, finding mysteries, and trying to convince the adults that there's something weird happening and they're a little too busy. It's a really interesting alternate history on the 1980s. It's got a it's got a lot of a Stranger Things feel to it, and oh, I can't wait to share it with you. And if you're listening to this episode the day it came out, that means in two days' time on Saturday, the 25th at 5 p.m. Toronto time, we'll be broadcasting our recording session live from our studio over our Discord channel. A Patreon supporter of any amount gets a Patreon role on our Discord channel, which grants them access to our virtual studio audience where you can listen in and maybe ask questions between the hours as we're recording the game and get to know the process as well as a sneak peek on a game that won't be released for another few weeks. Tales in the Loop, coming out in September, recording this Saturday. And the Bloodwall campaign will return to you on Tuesday, both the North and South campaigns, right here on the Terrible Warriors.